Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. everybody it's marriage and martinis and i'm adam i'm danielle <laughs> and we have a new episode about our parenting strengths Let's mm-hmm. leave it at that parenting strengths not right. yeah not weaknesses no strengths mm-hmm. yeah it might be the shortest episode yet <laughs> thank you very much for listening and uh <laughs> um yeah i felt like we need something. We've done two back-to-back episodes that were super intense and that were very much us being very vulnerable and honest about a lot of hard stuff we've gone through. Mm-hmm. I felt like maybe we need a pick-me-up, but also a pick-me-up that isn't just about our marriage, maybe something that's bigger than that, um, that we could sort of like get out of that zone i think we need a break maybe yeah but i still i still think trying to talk about our strengths is gonna bring up our weaknesses Uh, that's that's (laughs) what i figured i I think the thing about us is that like i think if i was to listen to another pair another podcast about somebody's parenting strengths i'd be like ugh you know what? I don't fucking, I don't want to listen to you like brag about how your bento box lunches and you know how you turn off the Wi-Fi until your kids vacuum the rugs and empty the dishwasher. Or like the dad who goes to every football game and coaches the game. Yeah. I just, I think. Like that's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying. No, totally. (laughs) I'm like, go for it. Yeah. If you can do it. Awesome. But that would annoy me. I think for us, we're so naturally self-deprecating um, that yeah. I think that people know that, listen, if we talk about our parenting strengths, yes, I do think we have a lot of them, but I also think people know like we're in, by no means bragging. It's just sort uh-huh. of us the same way that we in a real way talk about all the bullshit are sort of like, okay, yeah, but you know what? We do try really hard and we are doing our best to raise, you know, good human beings. And I think that we're doing an okay job. So far. Well, I I think in some ways, some of the hardest parts are over. I know there's still going to be hard parts. Don't get me wrong. Well, it's a new set of hard parts to come. Yes, but I think that you you can look at our kids at this point and like know that they're probably not going to be serial killers. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Like they're not setting cats on fire, right? Um... But Jonah's still young. He's he. Oh come on, 
He's like the most sensitive kid yeah. ever. No, but I feel like we're in the right direction. I think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the most part. Like we haven't had any, I, I think like when I was, um, God, when I was just a little bit older than Jonah, I was stealing cigarettes from my babysitter and smoking in the woods. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. With my friend who lived down the street, we would steal cigarettes from my, I had a babysitter during the day, even though my mom was home. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we would steal her cigarette. We were like infatuated with the idea of cigarettes and we would go into the wood. Wow. I don't, not, I don't think any of our kids are smokers. Yet. I don't think so. <laughs> yes. So um, I think not to say that my parents weren't doing a good job. But it had nothing to do with my character. I was just always a very um, experimental kid. But it was and it was the eighties. So it was the 80s. things were yes. quite different. Uh-huh. It um, it's really hot in here. Did you like crank? I did up? turn up the heat somewhat. <laughs> oh my God, I was fucking sweating. Here. But it was really cold in here before. Okay. All right. uh, I wanted to oh, first start sorry. a little bit with some feedback from the guilt episode because okay. we got so much and it was such a heavily downloaded episode. If you have not listened to it yet, I apologize. Spoiler alerts. You might want to go back and um, like yeah, you might want to skip this. Press that 30 second button. Well, yeah, even more than that. Just go back and listen to it first, maybe. Okay, um, so stop I, now. I, yeah, and then um, I wanted just a tiny bit. I wanted to talk about the um, moving forward episode, but the guilt episode. We got a ton of feedback. Most of it very positive. Most of it saying thank you so much for being so vulnerable. Um, I now went out with my girlfriends, and we all shared stuff that we would never have sh- shared before. Uh, people professing stuff to me that they hadn't professed to anybody else oh wait so people are talking to their friends and like they're being more open because they heard us talk about it yeah and i actually did that the other night with a friend wow that i shared something that i had never shared with anybody before can i never go out with her again well you i mean it's no different than you not going out with any of our other friends (laughs) so it's all good um, no, but I, I almost felt like, like there's part of me at certain moments, I'm like, oh shit, what did we do? Why did we share that stuff? Because, you know, I, I think that for the 90% of people who are probably listening saying, um, wow, that's really cool. And I know that they probably still really love each other and we get, you know, all these messages saying, look, we get it. We know that you're str- you have had struggles, but you still love each other. There's the other 10% that's like, damn, now I know their business. Hmm. And I think those people are probably more like maybe people who maybe don't know us, but somewhat know us. Although I've gotten a ton of messages from people who kind of know us, like from the area, who have been like, thank you also. You know, oh, really? Yeah. So, But you know that there's always those people who just want the dirt. That they're just downloading sure. the, they probably haven't downloaded any other episode. They're just downloading that episode to hear right. what we're confessing. Yeah, somebody told them, you got to listen to this. Exactly. Oh, you know say. them who live over yeah. on Blah 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 Street, you know. Um, but for the most part, people have been amazingly supportive. Is there any part of you that like is um, uh, like wishes we hadn't done it? No. Okay. No. I mean, okay, it, why, why would I be doing this podcast if I would wish I had? Right. Exactly. Um, I, I I always picture like a like a woman coming into the store 
and seeing me and be like, holy shit, you're Adam from Marriage of Martinis, and then like punching me in the face. Oh, I was going to say, and, and taking out a gun and yeah. shooting you. <laughs> Whichever. I just went the whole I, way. I, I work all day, and I think those things like... Good. Somebody's going to come in and be like, holy shit, hey, you're Adam. Good. Bam. Right. <laughs> right in the fucking kisser. Right. Or they're going to be like, I'm I'm a stripper, come to my club tonight. Uh, <laughs> fucking over. Um... But there was one email that I wanted to talk about in particular that I that I in particular that I thought was uh, interesting. He basically said, um, and and I knew this was sort of going to be a question. I, I got this. Um, I just listened to your guilt episode, not to get anyone in further trouble, but I Is that don't. Possible? Un, oh, it's possible. <laughs> I don't understand how you can say that there are no bars open in new york city past midnight new york is the city that never sleeps for a reason i feel like all your listeners are now confused i've lived here for 20 years and i promise you every bar except maybe a hotel in a quiet uh i'm sorry except a hotel bar in a quiet hotel is open until 3 a.m or 4 a.m here's my rebuttal to that okay do you remember being in the city with friends a couple years ago a few years ago we could not find a bar past 12? I don't know what time it was. We ended up walking around all of downtown and, and found nothing. Do you remember this? I do. Okay. I, I, no, I'm not accusing you. I was going <laughs> to... Uh, holy shit. I just got really defensive. Yes, you did. No, I <laughs> actually was What's going to say... No, no, no. No. And no. I, I, listen, I appreciate... He was very respectful about it. I totally appreciate And I get the question. And I think you get the question too. Of course. Um, And... I, there's two sides to this. There's the first side of, yes, we, when we were younger, we used to go out and play pool places. We both love to play pool. We used to go out until four or five in the morning at a pub or, you know, a, a bit of a shady bar. And we would like legitimately be out until four or five in the morning, last mm-hmm. call all the time. Um, we have recently, as we've gotten older, maybe our taste in bars has changed. Right. And we've gone to certain places and like a loungy type place. Like we were last time we were in the city, we were at Nobu. And at 1130, they came to us. We were ready to like sit there all night and they were like, it's last call. Right. Uh, Yeah. So I I guess it does depend. And maybe we don't know the city as well as we used to. So we don't know the places to go. So if we go in somewhere and and we go into three places in a row that are closing, we don't keep going and trying. And Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um that being said, I know what he's talking about. And, and listen, I have in my head, I can't even tell you pictured every fucking scenario of, you know, of you being somewhere in like some kind of uh, eyes wide shut orgy to. I'm not, I don't know what that means. Like that I have, I have pictured, I understand what he's saying. Like there's part of me that doesn't need even need to somebody to say to me there's part i've thought of everything why why did he do that why did he not say this why did he this why did he that there's all these unanswered questions that i could think about until i'm in a fucking retirement home but it's exhausting um and i do know that there is something to be said for the fact that it's hard to find somewhere to go out um at certain times of the night and maybe you just knew and it was easier for you to just go to a strip club in my experience that we've been in the city recently we have had trouble finding places to go out late it might be the type of place we're going to or the area we're in i don't know we will do a whole episode on trust oh don't you worry we will yes you that is going to be a solo podcast by danielle no it's not <laughs> I'll no way be here for that one Mm-mm. 
Okay, so that is what I have to say about that. Wait, that oh. won't even be good. I, 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 I should say that's that's not a good situation. What, a trust it's episode? By You by yourself doing a trust oh, episode. Oh, of course. <laughs> no. no. That was a bad... Any, I think a lot of women, a trust episode would be... And I think a lot of men. I think trust in a marriage is a really hard thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to... There's just so many layers to that. Uh, but... Also, I was listening to the Moving Forward episode, like, because mm-hmm. sometimes I listen back. I don't love, like, I'll listen to the podcast once to edit, and then I don't like listening to it anymore because I get so, um, like, I scrutinize myself. Well, I'm, I, yeah, I don't want you to because you come back to me yeah. every time, take this out, edit we this, We have editing differences. Oh, mm-hmm. and then we would never release anything. But I was listening to the end, and I was like, holy shit, I'm really drunk. Like I was like, yeah. um, I was like my, I was like slurring my oh, words. You, did that every it, you know what I thought of? It reminded me of, you know, that scene in the Wolf of Wall Street where he, I don't know if he's on Quaaludes or I don't know, he does all kinds of stuff. So I don't know what he's on. And he goes for some reason to the country club in his like Lamborghini. Yeah. That- and he drives back. And the first time you see it, he like does great. Mm-hmm. And he goes home and everything's fine. And then they replay it, what really happened. And he's like crawling, yeah. rolling down the stairs to the car, getting in the car. Like his body, I think, is like half out of the car while he's <laughs> driving. Like, And you're like, oh, shit, that's what really happened. That's kind of what it's <laughs> that's like. Funny. Yeah, sometimes. that was the uh, like expired Quaaludes or something with like, extra strength or whatever. But they I don't thought know. I've never done Quaaludes before, They didn't but. work. And then they took too much and they kicked mm-hmm. in yeah that was a great scene yeah i um i just felt like oh yeah that's kind of what this was like because i don't remember being like that at the end of the episode <laughs> so on that note mm-hmm. should we start let's dive in <laughs> that's my line i know <laughs> let's dive I right in mm-hmm. okay so again parenting strengths how are we good parents what makes us pretty good parents um so me start as usual me start yeah mm-hmm. okay um if you had to sum up uh our parenting in three words what would they be so the first term that i came up with uh was abnormal slash like unconventional i always thought of us as kind of unconventional parents kind of abnormal like to what we kind of see and live around so that was my first my first uh thought but after doing this podcast and we had this community of like 75,000 people, we're not so abnormal anymore. Like we're finding all these people that are just like us mm, and relating that's to right. us. That's right, yeah. So abnormal becomes kind of normal. Like, mm-hmm. so I guess in our, where we are, maybe we're kind of unconventional here, but we're finding that we're not so unconventional out in the mess. Like, mm-hmm. That's why people are listening to us. That's because true. They relate to this. That's true. I do. I I do feel more. I I feel very comfortable sharing with people on the podcast because they are also willing to. Like I get pictures of you know people send me pictures of their kids like doing you know stuff that is probably they shouldn't be doing and yeah I've seen a bunch of pictures uh-huh. sent to you yeah. of like their sink their kitchen sink. Well, I think it's like a funny full... picture that you can't post on Facebook because people will, but you want somebody to see it. Right. And they know that if they send it to us, we'll be like, rock on, baby. <laughs> like, great. You know, that was great. Yeah. So I think that in a sense, we've become, you know, um, if you if you need to express something about yourself, and you, but you're too afraid to do it to the masses, send it to Danielle. <laughs> yeah. So, and I love it. It's uh, fun. Of course you do. Of course you do. Makes you feel normal. 
Yes, it does. Right. Yes, it does. So abnormal, but eh, not so abnormal. Um, another one would be, I, I'd say we're very re- relaxed, like to a point. Like, except for when you get batshit crazy, like yelling and screaming all over the house. Opposed, like, aside from that, I think we're very relaxed parents. Wait a minute. What about when you get all crazy and are throwing our kids, like, all over the place and I'm worried that... No, that's fun. Oh, that's not crazy. No, 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 no. No, that I'm, like, legitimately, like, well, this could end two ways. We could... It'll end either with Adam passing out head down or face down in his bedroom or we're all going to be at the ER because somebody ended up hitting their head on something. neither of those two things have ever happened, so... You've never passed out? Passed out, faced out. Like, what, how, when do yeah, I You ever... don't pass out. No. Yeah. Man, your tolerance is... <laughs> I don't know if you should be proud or appalled. It's, it's practice. <laughs> you know, you just got to know what right. you can do. Wow, you really do have a big tolerance. <laughs> you do, because I, after... If, if we record a podcast episode, I'm like, I got to go to bed. Well, everybody's seen your picture that I took of you with all yeah. your butt. Well, and you not only that picture, but I feel like you've said before that you might make a scrapbook of those pictures. I have. If anybody wants any more, let me know. I have that picture mm-hmm. like 20 times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. Different high heels for each one. Same but, pair of jeans because yeah. it's the only jeans I wear. <laughs> but yes. Um, but I think we're relaxed. Um, and I think. Laid back, yeah. Laid back. Thank you. That's even better. We're laid back parents. Um so I, I, I'm not going to get more into it than that because it comes up later. But that's just another, I guess, word to sum up our parenting. And I think for lastly, I think we're both very loving and affectionate with our kids. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, we, we both love to snuggle with the kids. We both love to, you know, play with the kids. We both love to. I know. don't love to play with the kids. Oh, you don't? Not even a little. No, I legitimately count the minutes until a game is going to be done. Oh. No, I really, I I mean that. I don't, like, Mia used to want me to play Barbies with her, and I used to be like, ugh, that's, I don't want to fucking play Barbies with you. Oh, see, for me. It's like video games. We're playing things that I like doing, so. Well, that's (laughs) the thing, is that Jonah wants me sometimes, is like, Mommy, would you want to play, you know, the DS with me, or, you know, Nintendo with me? Um, I hate video games. I have no interest in that. It doesn't right. excite me at all. So, okay, well, you know, all right, that's a, a little bit unrelated. Uh, just saying that we both. I mean, I love spending time with them. I don't want to be their playmate. That to me is not fun. I I okay. do not like that part of parenting. But I feel like you do. You oh, like I to be their playmate. It. Yeah. Yeah, like you like to bake well, with hold, me. Yeah, uh... hold off on that. Okay. Because that's coming up too. This was about just being loving and affectionate with the kids. We both do that. We both love to snuggle and oh, lay yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, We're crazy affectionate with the kids. Right. Mia won't let us anymore. Right. But. Correct. So those are my three things. So abnormal, which we're not anymore. So I guess we lost that one. Well, we are in our <laughs> of course own we ways. Are. Um, I think we're very laid back and relaxed. And we both love and, you know, show affection to our kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah. So I think that sums up our strengths as parents. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't think I answered that. Oh, <laughs> man. You did a really good job, though. I did. Yeah, you did. Right? Yeah, I think I think I would have said the same things. That was wow. really good. I win. Now, my first thing was, um, what do you think your par- biggest parenting strengths are? <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> what? There's so much more before that. Oh, there is? <laughs> oh, what else did you put? What no, else did I you asked you? me also, in what ways are we unconventional parents? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go you ahead. did that. Uh, no, but go uh, ahead. <laughs> You know what? I mean, these are kind of, 
not positive. Should I just skip it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. How not positive are they? Yeah, why did you do not positive on the I, parenting Because I was strength? thinking unconventional. Oh, that's all right. Go ahead. Oh, these, so you have, you think we're negatively unconventional? But isn't that what unconventional means, kind of? No. What? Oh, I don't know. What? Why should that be Unco- negative? It, because wouldn't the norm be the right thing to do? I completely disagree. I do too. But I'm just saying, isn't uh, okay, it? Okay, so say what it is. Um, so we don't do everything that like our kids want to do or they're supposed to do. Right? If they have a thing to do, we try to find a way to not have them do that thing. Like, you want an example? Uh, please, because what the fuck? Like, yesterday. Jonah had a Cub Scout thing, and you were like, I don't want to fucking do that. Mm-hmm. So you convinced him that he didn't really want to go. I do not want to go to a Cub Scout bowling party from 630 to 830 That's on a Friday night. That's no. unconventional. Most parents would be like, all right, he has this thing. We'll make sure that he's there. Right, and but he it. was fine not to go. And I'm using you as an example because I want to throw you under the bus for this one. Mm-hmm. But we both do it, mm-hmm. obviously. So mm-hmm. we both do that equally. But he goes to plenty of Cub Scout meetings. Uh, you don't have to rationalize it. I'm just saying well, a little bit not I do. many people do that. Okay. Right? No? Yeah, that's, I mean, granted I was in bed by 6.30 last night. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, we fi- can, it's we, a Friday night. We convince our kids not to do things that they kind of not so much want to do. Yeah. But they should because they're supposed to. And then we're like, eh, you don't really want to do it, right? Right, right. <laughs> you want to stay home and play video games right. instead, right? Yeah. You you want to, there's been a new level added to whatever it is. <laughs> oh, and here's play. like 20 V-Bucks. So go do this instead. Yes. Um, and then also, we kind of don't care what they're doing or watching to a, to a certain point, mm-hmm. which is very unconventional. Um, as long as they're good and respectful people and they don't, do things out in the open or to the public and insult anybody in any way. I watch whatever you like, whatever you want to watch. Spend as much like Ian saw Ted at four years old or whatever it was. No, they weren't four. Well, how old is six? Seven, eight, eight yeah, seven. All right, even still. Yeah, that would listen to the hot mess parenting. Yeah, so. spending too much time on their iPhones, their iPads, all that mm-hmm. shit. A lot of people got that like under wraps. We don't. When our kids were five and six, they were watching, or I shouldn't say five and six, six, seven, seven, eight, they were watching Friends. Mm-hmm. And some people would say to me, like, you let your kids watch Friends? Like, that's, there's a lot of, like, quote unquote, inappropriate stuff there. Okay. But to the core, Friends is about six friends, like, taking care of each other. And it's pretty innocuous and it's pretty benign and i was always like it was for the 90s i think it's very dated yes it does not work today so anybody who's having kids today or grew up in the 2000s possibly could look at that like that's kind of bizarre ways of looking at life and having friends in their situations Because it's about six people who love each other and yeah, take care of each other. Yeah, but the jokes and the, the things that happen in that show are so dated, they would never happen today. But what's wrong with watching something that's Stop. dated that's all about... I not, I'm, I have no problem but with But I don't it. even think saying, your logic is right. Usually it's not. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I think that people question me about my choices. Like my, our kids have, you know, love Simon is Mia's favorite movie ever. She just bought the the, uh, record today at at the record store we took her to uh, about a gay boy and, you know, he falls in love with another boy. I know a lot of parents who wouldn't let their kids see that movie. And I'm sort Hmm. of like, to me, I would rather her watch that than 13 Reasons Why. (laughs) I don't even consider that in the same... Of course. But... I guess thir- I don't know thirteen reasons why I I, I don't know okay. it, it just I didn't see either so I can't even compare yeah it's just my- a hard like some of the things that our kids watch listen Ted yes should your kids watch Ted uh, maybe in the in the realm of the uh, you know what people let their kids watch maybe not but nobody does anything bad to each other right nobody is turning their backs on each other or doing anything. Uh, you know, racist or anti-Semitic or, you know, I, I just feel like in some ways my gauge is more how, okay, now, are, they, are like, they treating people okay? It's drug jokes and sex jokes and like, it's family guy with a teddy bear. Right. So. And listen, is it, the, did, was I happy when I found out he watched right. it? No, I was no, not. he shouldn't have watched it. Right. But it's one of those things that like, you're like. Okay, right. Fine. Right. Don't had, ever say that in public. Had he watched something um, completely uh, like a hate crime thing or... Like, uh, like um, oh, what was it called? Um, American X. Oh, I don't know. I never saw it. American History X. American, His- American History no, X. No, I yeah. don't even know what that is. Like that's not one for the kids. Right. Like there's certain things that you're like, I, I don't want them getting ideas You never from saw that? that? I did not. It, you don't want to? Like, it's too I don't know. I intense. just never did. It's intense. Yeah, I don't it's, know if I can watch it's it. It's hardcore. Yeah. I watched it once. I don't know if I'll watch it again. Mm. It's hard. Like Schindler's List. I will never watch that again. I think that's coming back to the theater. I mean, is that grab something your kids popcorn should see? and go, people. Is that something kids should see? Jewish kids? Schindler's List? Yes. No. Why? It's a history movie. Oh, come on. No way. No I, not a seven-year-old. No, I wouldn't. Plus. No, I saw that movie, I think, when I was 20 years old, and it scarred me for years. That's a really... Okay, but it's, it's a history lesson. But I would rather, I would rather them read Anne Frank, or we took them to the Anne Frank but, house yeah, in Amsterdam. That doesn't even give you a fraction of okay, what... Okay, so what does it give them by watching it? Their history. Oh, come on. What what the Holocaust was really about. But what it really you're was. You're going to really put your kid through that? Isn't uh, there a reason why we're trying to never make the Holocaust happen again? I'm not trying to say this is what we should do. I'm just saying, is that something that kids should see? No. I, in my mind, no a thousand times. Okay. I would never, ever, ever make. Even the Anne Frank house, we took them to that. And there was even part of me that was like, this is a lot for them. Like they had the the videos of what happened to Anne Frank and the trains of the Jews being pulled away. And I mean, absolutely. Like 
there's certain movies that I would never I would never like have them watch 12 Years a Slave even though I want them to know about slavery and I want them to realize okay. that that's part of our country's history. I don't need them to relive that. It's not part of their what, what yeah, really I'm, their kid they're all their friends are like fucking going to see taylor swift in concert and i'm going to sit them down and like have them see schindler's list or 12 years all their late. friends are going to see taylor swift uh sure a lot they of them. good friends all right let's 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 keep going mm-hmm. that was that was a long tangent mm-hmm. um so all right what was your because we just finished how we're unconventional so mm-hmm. what things was your we do, next things i think we do well Oh, that's a good turning point. So, go ahead. What do we do? Yeah, well, the thing, the, the unconventional, I was going to say the same thing. I you think- are so out of, uh, like, that's the last question you asked me. Oh, it is? Oh, you uh, do this every time. Sorry. All right, what do we do well besides organize? Well, I was, I was even going to say for, if you want to talk about unconventional parenting, so my whole thing is, I, I was raised with a very unconventional mother. Right? Would you say she's unconventional? I'm not answering that one. What are you fucking crazy? I think what? she's great. So you're saying, but I don't. Th- what you're so you're saying unconventional <laughs> means negative. What? You're equating then unconventional with negative. Um, I did that before too, didn't I? I don't think that that's at all okay. synonymous. Okay, good. Then yes, she's I very like unconventional. unconventional. I'm very proud that we're unconventional. Because I think we do it with a thought it process. It has a negative involved. connotation to it, doesn't I don't it? Think it unconventional yeah like uh, when no. i say to you unconventional do you think positive or negative or neutral i think it depends what it is no i oh, don't no, no, no. no I, I do not think no word. i do not think negative at all okay unconventional i think almost fuck yeah doesn't the word un like mean like uh if you untie your shoes <laughs> fuck you for calling me out on that one no but seriously <laughs> like i don't think that that means anything terrible Putting un in front of a word doesn't that make it kind i of have negative? undying love for you oh god yeah <laughs> all right i mean no not at all all right because i don't know english too well so keep going uh i think i was raised with even more unconventional yes your mother, mother is very unconventional she's an anomaly Right? Um, like if someone came to me today and was like, your mom was abducted by aliens and brought back and that's why she was the way she was. I'd be like, obviously. Yes, that makes sense. So my mom was a type who, so she took me when I was three years old to the movies. My first movie in the movie theater was The Best Little Warehouse in Texas. Right. Like, you know, I don't know. Have you seen The Best Little Warehouse in Texas? But you were 17. so So sad. What's the big deal? I was three. Oh. So I, so she really wanted to see it. She did not have a babysitter for me. She just brought me with her. I will, to this day. You move your hands a lot. I know. I do move my hands a lot. Uh, To this day, I will never forget that experience of the dancing and the singing. And I know that there's a lot of sex in it, but that's not what stayed with me. So it's, so the, the name in itself Best with, whorehouse in t- and I didn't know what a whorehouse was. Right. So was there anything as a how, three? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's too young. If you were six, is there anything that you could have walked away with that would have scarred you? Oh, I you? think I watched it when I was six and seven a thousand times. But I you already it. saw it. Like if, if your mom took you as a six-year-old to the theater and you saw it, is there anything that would have scarred you at all? It scarred me? I didn't no. see it, so I don't know what's in it. So no, my mom, I think my mom's whole thing was like, Okay, so there's What's a bit bad? of sex, and they're you know it's it's a it's a very healthy environment, and you know there maybe not all sex you know like maybe not all 
sex ranches are like healthy environments. But I think she was sort of like, it's great music. It's Dolly Parton. It's Burt Reynolds. It's a lot of people like dancing around in Western like outfits and cowboy boots. And who the fuck cares? Like it's a fucking like fun movie. And I love that about her that she thought that. And I don't think it scarred me in any way. I haven't like gone off to, you know. No, I don't know. Is there anything in that movie that could scar a child? Not scar a child, but for sure there's like a lot of sex. Okay, but like um, Schindler's List can scar a child. Mm -hmm. So that's my question. Is there anything? Oh my God, no. But but there are a lot of people who would say, you know, I'm sure when she brought, well, it was the 80s, so probably not. But listen, she definitely brought me to a movie that was, first of all, R-rated. Second of all, there's nudity. Um, it was, you know, and back then I think probably it was more accepted, but I don't think it was completely accepted. Like, I think I always knew I had a mom, none of my friends' parents. I saw Purple Rain probably three years later with my mom. When you were three in 1980, seeing nudity on screen is like nothing today. That's like, like to, what do you equate that to? to like, would you even think? Would you even have a question in your mind to take your kid to a movie today that had some nudity in yes, it? Yes, I would. You would? Oh yeah, because <gasps> I'll be completely judged. But I feel like that's just a common. Th- what? Like that's a nothing today. What? Really? You're wrong. Okay. No way. No way. Nudity? They close their eyes for two seconds. And First it's of over. all, I don't think there are as many movies with nudity in it today as there were when we were growing I, up. I, I think what I'm trying to say is back then, nudity was a big deal in movies. But there was a lot of nudity. Was I mean, I, I, saw, saw, okay. I saw Flashdance when I was back. You know, I saw the vacation scene where Christy Brinkley dives nude into the pool. Like, I saw, I saw, it all. there was nothing. I remember Blame It on Rio. If any of you have ever seen Blame It on Rio with uh, Michael Caine, I think is in that. I can't remember who else. Uh, I can't remember who else right now. But that's like a very sexy movie. I didn't see it in the theaters, but I watched it at home and my parents were walking in and out of the family room and, oh, okay, you're watching. I mean, nobody fucking cared. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but, but, but I was not allowed to watch violence. Any kind okay. of violence was not okay. That makes sense. Does it? I think so. It all depends on who you are. If you Wait are a minute. A, We're a, all nude. Uh, Everybody's nude. All right. Uh, no. It's not, Come not, on. No, now you're being stupid. That's, excuse me. That's the... No, I disagree with you. There's a difference between nudity and violence. Okay, but, nudity there's a, but nudity okay. for sexual purposes is different than like Adam and Eve were nude in the garden because they didn't have any clothes and... If you're nude in a sexual way, sure, that's a completely different thing. So you choose? No, I'm not choosing. I'm just saying for you to say nudity is no big deal, I disagree. That's not what I said. I said when you were equating nudity versus violence, I take nudity a a thousand times over violence for somebody to see. It depends what kind of violence. Some violence is, like, who cares? See, I think that's sad. Nudity. I mean... Like seeing somebody's naked body. We're all, uh, no, we all have disagree. naked bodies. We I don't all have violence I think in it us. can be confusing. I do. I think it can be confusing. Okay, so explain. I don't know that I would take Ian to see the same movies at that age that I would take Mia to. Because she, I, I don't, I, I'm sorry, I don't. Okay. I, I disagree with you. 
Okay. I don't know that my mom would have taken my brother to that at the same age. I, I can't say she wouldn't have, mm-hmm. but I can't say she would have. I think it's a different thing. So she would have taken him to see Predator before you would go to Predator. My mom never would have oh, taken anybody on. to you see Predator. You know what I'm trying to say. No, I, I, I think that she took us because she wanted to see a movie and she didn't have a babysitter and she took us. That's it. Right. So your mom's unconventional. That was the point of this whole story. In so many ways. Right. So many ways. But it's inspired me in many ways too. Yeah. All right. What else? I think that one of the biggest strengths is uh, that we are raising kids who are really like aware, non-judgmental, sensitive, and kind. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that. I think we have three kids oh, yeah. who are very different human beings. We're not raising them all. Like none of them are similar. Not in any way. <laughs> not not in the sense of like they all have different interests. They all have different um, ideas about, you know, academics or uh, what they're interested in. Like, so you can't say down the, down the line that we're trying to convince them to be a certain way other than the fact that they know that they need to be non-judgmental, like sensitive human beings. Oh, I have exact same answer. Well, I think that's probably our biggest strength. Yeah. I think with all the shit, and we are probably questionable parents in some ways, uh, I think our biggest strength is that we are raising like humans of the world, like humans who you want to be, you want your kid to be friends with our kid. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like you want our kid to someday grow up and be whatever they're going to be, they're they are doing it for the betterment of society. Yeah. If, like today, if you have a seven-year-old, a 10-year-old, or a 13-year-old, you should be friends with our kids. They're <laughs> going to make you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. They're going to have fun with you. They're going to be good people to your child. They're going to be... Yeah. None of they're no drama. None of them are any drama. Like yeah. Mia... And no judgment. Our middle schooler deals with all kinds of drama at school. She comes home and she's like... It is what it is, yeah. and I go off, and I, you know, she does her, uh, her own thing, and she's uh, has her causes that she fights for, and there are a lot of things I think that our kids are really successful at, despite the fact that they have parents who maybe, like you said, aren't the norm. Um, Yeah, but our kids aren't the norm either, which I think is good. Yes, 100%. I don't think we have kids who are the norm either. Yeah. So if I'm going to talk about how I think we do that, and I might sound like I'm bragging, but at the same time, I think that there are a thousand ways that we say, maybe don't follow our lead. But this is one that I think we do well, or I do well. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. Do you think you're so actively involved with this? With what did you with say? Ba- no, with uh, I said with uh, creating like kind, aware, sensitive human beings. I think you're the the main factor in that. Um, I definitely think I'm part of that. Um, because but like you I think s- you would be, you'd care if it wasn't for me. I wouldn't have kids if it wasn't for you. That's true. <laughs> okay, so uh, I would say. The bigger picture of this, how okay. I do this, if anybody cares, that I'm not a Pinterest person. I would never put any of this on Pinterest. I don't even fucking know how. Okay. Um, but you're losing me a little bit. So okay. how you do what? How I, you know, listen, I think overall they see us being kind, caring human beings, and that's how they know that they need to be. 
But I also think as much as I'm not an organized person, I think that there are like strategies that I use. I don't know where I got them from, but I think there Um, are certain things that I do. I Uh, think we both... I'm about to tell you about that. Oh, I thought you were asking me. No. Oh, sorry. No, I'm about to tell you like what what they are. And I suddenly do things, I think, around the house that you have nothing to do with. But I think you'll you'll realize it. And I don't even think I point it out. But I think you'll realize it once I say it. Uh, I think I have art and posters around like about diversity and who you should be as a person around the house. We don't have art around the house except for like pictures of our kids. Yeah, that's our art. But I have like something on the refrigerator. I have something upstairs in Mia's room. Like I have stuff about this is who we are as people and this is we're accepting and, you know, Black Lives Matter and all this stuff that we put up there. Um, you know, uh, no immigrant is illegal. We have all this maybe more political stuff, which I don't even yeah. know if we should say. But I'm saying it. Okay. That um, we believe and that we put up as part of our like household i guess uh beliefs yeah i think that stuff is great i really do and we both believe in that wholeheartedly oh here we go but yeah i think it's the day-to-day stuff that we both do okay wait um uh, oh. let me that. oh no i think subtly this is the type of stuff that by doing things like that that your kids don't even realize it does more than you think and they don't i'm not pushing anything on them i'm not lecturing them mm-hmm. i'm just putting a piece of art on the wall mm-hmm. and they're going to pass that piece of art and they're going to take it in whether they want to or not if i put a piece of art up that says something like the opposite they would take that in and not even know it so i'm not i don't even need to lecture them you know Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Well, you're not even fucking listening to me. I'm listening to everything. Oh, okay, go ahead. You're talking about art. You're talking about go influential ahead. What, what were you art. Say? I was saying that's all great. Mm-hmm. I think that's important, but it's almost insignificant compared to what we show them on a daily basis. When I'm with my kids, whether you're there or even if you're not there, if I'm, doesn't matter. I make sure my kids see that I hold the door open for somebody if I'm right. walking in somewhere. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, if, I, if I'm at a and restaurant. And Ian so, prob- so obviously does. When I'm at a restaurant with my kids, every single thing I say to the waiter or waitress is thank you, um, excuse me. Right. Oh, yeah, you're is right. Is all mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Yes. It's every day. They come to, I, you know, you know, I have a retail store. They've seen me at work in the store. Thank you so much. Uh, how can I help you? How mm-hmm. can I, what can I do? Like all those things that it's an everyday thing that's in your face. Mm-hmm. Like this is how you treat people. It doesn't matter their social status. It doesn't matter their financial status. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Everybody deserves respect. Mm-hmm. And that's what I instill in my kids. We were out today. We took the kids into Princeton where we grew up and we took them to a bunch of stores that we wanted to go to. And uh, our middle son had to go to the bathroom. So he was heading to a hotel that we knew we had a bathroom. And uh, a couple opened the door and he held the door open. He said, go ahead. He said, "I'll, I'll hold it for you. And they come out and they said to me, oh, my God, like, 
is that your kid? I'm like, yeah. They're like, our kid would never do that. Like, that's mm-hmm. so nice. So, yeah. We hear that stuff all the time. We do. We do. Um, mm-hmm. So, I think. And listen, like I said, we're, I, 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 and I so bad that I feel like I have to say this, but we do plenty of stupid shit. We, oh, of course. Right. But this is what's important to us. It's yeah. it's showing our children that you have to respect people. Mm-hmm. And that's more important than a lot of other things mm-hmm. that we... To us. To us. To, to us. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that we think we have to instill in our mm-hmm. kids that if you do these things for the rest of your life, you're going to go places. You're going to do things that many people... Or you're going to surround yourself at least with the people who you're going to want around you. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, but... Aside from the fact that it's an everyday thing that we do, I also think that I have some, as much as I'm not an organized person, I think I have some like strategies into how I sneak this stuff, not sneak this stuff into their lives because that sounds like, you know, like uh, manipulative. It's not like that. No, it's like subliminal. Maybe like that. Yeah. Maybe more subliminal. Yeah. So I think first of all... Um, I, yeah, I, I put posters around the house. I think we said that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that, so when I'm in the kitchen cleaning, I know you don't think that very often, <laughs> right? But whoever cleans the kitchen picks the music and I, we have, I, we have Sonos. I go on Sonos and I'm, I'm very deliberate in what our kids listen to, like, so that's true. I, mm-hmm. I'll <laughs> I'll hear it like six thirty in the morning when you're trying to like get me ready for the and you're doing your thing, and all of a sudden there's music blaring out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do that all the and time, and it's not it's not accidental. Like I will play music. It's sometimes it's about the lyrics, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's about an artist. And our kids are the type of people who are going to be like, "Oh, who is this?" And I will say, "Oh, you know, um, this is you know." whoever it is so um, Bob Dylan whose music inspired like social change around the world and you know or uh, this is Common the rapper who you know sings about respecting like women and I, I I legitimately like will try not always but I will try to sometimes put on people who I think our kids are gonna like like the music and mm-hmm. ask what it's about Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Right. So we were at a record store today and I was so happy because I brought Mia and Ian to the record store and they were both flipping through the records because we got Mia a record player for Hanukkah. And I don't know, it just like hit something in me that she's looking for Queen and he's looking for Green Day and Guns N' Roses. And like, I was so excited that they were so excited to go and find all these old timer like awesome bands and I was so excited about that because Mm -hmm. they get it like they get they're looking for some cool old school music 
on vinyl. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the music thing to me, all right, we have our differences in music and our opinions about... Yeah, you're a music snob and I'm not. <laughs> it always comes down to that. Well, it is. Okay. It's true. Um, I have more respect for music, I think, than you do. <sighs> okay. You don't think so? respect yes. for music As in, yes. because you cut off a whole element and of genres of music that you think it's more about respect what do you mean i cut off i think that you don't even like think of pop music as a category i think you think it's bullshit i think today it's bullshit okay not not 20 years ago and and previous okay. to that okay i won't go into it okay um but I do think that our kids are, yes, they are, we we explain to them the message of the songs that they're listening to. Yes. We're never like, oh, when you're older, we'll explain it to you. We try to like change it and manipulate it to uh, be able to explain it to them. All right. So did I talk about books at all? No. Okay. So that's another thing I think. I think I've done well. Uh, I think when it comes to books, I've done like a really good job with our kids. Um, so we have a coffee table in our family room. And I, uh, whether or not you realize it, I circulate certain books that I want them to read. Because when you're sitting there at a coffee table and you have f- four minutes or five minutes of nothing to do, your iPad's dead or your phone is dead or whatever, you're going to subliminally like skip to... Wait, what do you do? I... I- I'm not following you. don't you. even know. No, I, I still don't even right. know. Right. We have books at our coffee table always. Where? Which one? The one in the family room? How many fucking coffee tables I don't do we know. have? In the, in the East Wing, <laughs> we have a coffee table. Does the butler bring I don't, the Yes, books exactly. To I don't have table. one in the West Wing or the North Wing, but you in the books? South and the East Wings. What do you do? Fucking A. I'm lost. Really? Yeah, I don't have no so idea. So I what you're go to about. Barnes and Noble, yeah. and I am always like reading up on political. Like, Maybe not political books, but it is kind of political. Socially relevant books, socially conscious books, uh, books about stuff that is in my agenda. And this is where maybe it's wrong, but I this is how I parent uh, about what I think is important. And I, I put them on our coffee table or I put them on the back of our toilet in the bathroom. And you don't realize this? No, I still can't even right. No. Okay. What do you do? Like you, so you put books on the coffee table? Yeah, on the coffee table and under the coffee table because there's two tiers to our coffee table. Oh, we have a second tier? Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. And listen, and they do. They pick it up and they'll look through. So you secretly put books on no, the table? I don't secretly do it. I just do it. I buy books and I know that if I say to them, oh, do you want to read the book about the March on Washington when Martin Luther King was, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, they're going to be like, no, I fucking don't. Oh, so if you leave it there, yeah, they might leave pick it, it there. up and be like, Absolutely. And they you do. do that? Are you for real? I swear to God. Yes. I, I don't even know anything yes. about this. That's awesome. A hundred percent. Yeah, and... Um, Is that true? Go look right now. Really? Gut up and look right now. Should what, I pause this and go look? Go ahead. Okay. All right, so you proved me wrong. I went, I just went, I just looked literally 10 seconds ago, and there was two books on the table. I saw the top one only. I saw that there were two. Um, and it was 100 ways to do something. To change. help To help change the world, yeah. That's 100 small ways to help change the world. 
That's pretty cool. I never noticed it. What do you got next? Your favorite part, right? Where I talk about what a great dad you are. <laughs> I, somehow I think this is going to like turn into like, well, you no, don't do this, I'm to keep but it to you do this. Right. <laughs> I could do that with every single one. Of course yes, you could. But I'm going to keep it to strains. So how am I a good parent? I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, the first thing, and I think the, what? I don't Why know. are you laughing? <laughs> What? I feel like you struggled to... <laughs> no, I think you're... I Obviously, I think you're a great dad. Do I, do. I, I mean, do I think that there are things... That, Here it is. <laughs> you don't do this, but... <laughs> I, I stuff I can work on, too. It's no, always, we're always no trying way. to grow There's and become better you could people. Work on. Um, you're so fun. Yeah. You're like the fun dad. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't get into all the ways it's annoying, but... <laughs> Give me an example. How am I fun? Uh, riling them up before bed, like I said in the Pet Peeves episode, <laughs> Man. when I'm like trying to get them to sleep, and then you come. So in. the only time I rile them up is before bedtime. No, you rile them oh, up, but okay. that. But I don't care about other times as much. I know, it's but you didn't mention bedtime. that part too. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> I love playing with them. I really do. Mm-hmm. I love to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, no, you're you're definitely fun. Um, you're way calmer than I am. Yes, very much so. Yeah. I almost think it's because you don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a different approach to... To what? To... You don't discipline at all. Oh, yes, I do, but I do it very differently. I don't do it at the top of my lungs. What do you do, in your head? <laughs> you just do. think about it and hope that subliminally it's going like, to no, fucking shoot over I to them? I sit them down and talk to them in a normal voice and try to let them know what they're doing is wrong and why no you're confusing yourself with phil dunphy on modern family <laughs> you don't ever actually do that oh yes i do and then i scream when they don't i i don't what do you you sit them down of course i do what and i tell them why they what they did was wrong and i let them know why instead of just screaming at them over and over again i, I have not seen this right. happen yeah like your books that aren't really there my book is fucking there. You just saw it. Um, but yeah, you are much calmer than I am sometimes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, it's so hard because to just say. Because that's you. That's just the way it is. What do you mean? There's a, any kind of compliment comes oh, with sorry. the... Is that true? Of course it is. That's not true. <laughs> just I think it right I there. compliment you all the time. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I say nice things to you all the time. Uh, we're talking about parenting here. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, keep going. I, um, to break out your list, how else am I a good parent? I don't think you're judgmental of them at all. Like, I don't think you have an ounce of judgment about them. Like, what I, do you mean? Like, I just think that you, um, uh, like, sometimes when our kids will do something, like, I'll judge them. <laughs> In what way? Like, what do you mean um, by judge? I don't know. I'm, if they, I'm just not. I, I, you know, I, I don't want to. I, I don't know how to make it sound not petty, but um, I'll, maybe more I'll get like frustrated with them, or like you know, if they come down and their hair is a mess and they want to go out and they're like in pajamas and we're going somewhere and you're like, who cares? Just let them wear pajamas or like, oh, okay. who I cares if they brought? And like, yeah. I care. I, not that I our kids look like you know, like I said before, like they are by no means like the royal fucking children. They like. <laughs> If we get them, you know, so if he matching, wears like the good. wrong matching bow tie with his outfit, you get upset. I get upset. Right. Yes, yes, okay. I do. I like them all to have matching bow ties. Yeah, like I'll put them in. All the boys. No, obviously. you won't. You'll. They'll put themselves in. 
You'll be like, go yeah. get dressed, and yeah. they'll come down in like a fucking clown hat and <laughs> yeah, clown a, hat. a wrestling <laughs> shirt and like short shorts in the middle of winter, and you're like, looks great. Yeah, well, Mia, I wouldn't even know how to say. You're pick really out like an the outfit. Adam Sandler and Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah, with Mia, I wouldn't even know how to pick out an outfit, but she, but I do judge with her actually because it's like 20 degrees outside, and she'll come down with like short shorts. shorts. Yeah. And she's like, okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Mm-hmm. And then three seconds later, I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> right. But if you could pick out matching clothing, why not just do it? Like, I don't know. I I'm mean, just... you legitimately, they'll come downstairs and I'll be like, I don't know how the fuck you put, like you picked that out. It's crazy. Because I let them pick it out. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, you are like Adam Sandler in Big Daddy, only right. he, yeah. He, um, so, so the positive that I'm non-judgmental turns to the negative once again. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Is there anything that I'm just good at? Anything? Yes. That I'm just good. Yeah, absolutely. Without the downside. Um, yes. You uh, make it so that we always have food on the table and we have a <laughs> home over our heads. I'm serious. Well, that's only because I hunt out in the back and I provide <laughs> food for my family. <laughs> And you and we've had six homes <laughs> that we've lived in. Um, no, yes, you're good. You're so good at all of this, uh, all of it. I take all the bad stuff back. Um, and I, yeah, and you and we said before you play with them. You're so that mm-hmm. is you're so good at playing with them. Now listen, for, you don't let them win enough. Though. No, for, I'm just kidding. No, what'd like, you say? I said you don't let them win enough. Though. <laughs> no, I'm just. Kidding. I will never let them mm-hmm. win. <laughs> so thanks for the uh, appreciation. I appreciate that. Um, matched up with all the negativity i that's good that i'm a good dad and oh wait there's something else oh. <laughs> wait, wait no you, well, first of all, you play with them so we, much we, we said that. that well we said that earlier okay but yeah i think you're so good at playing with them and like i said i you'll sit with them and like really play and i legitimately like will set a timer and be like i will play with you for six minutes oh you mean like actually like a game or something like, yeah because we just said before about like rough play like that kind no, of no, That's no, no, like actual about. play. Like right, like games. actually and, yeah. like play, you know, or, you know, I, and I spend tons of time with our kids, but uh, like I said, I, the whole playmate thing of like a mommy, like I'm not a fucking camp counselor and I'm not a cruise director and I am like, uh, just listen, I have shit to do. Like, well, look. and I make play dates for them and, you know, uh, yes, I do play with them sometimes, but that to me, a lot of mom, you know, you, people post pictures of them like while playing, you know, whatever. When we try to play games as a family, it's a fucking disaster. Mm, a disaster. That does not work. I mean, like we have such good intentions and we'll sit down for family game night and like 10 minutes later, I'm like, I fucking like hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing that all the kids at the same time can do together that they're all interested in 100%. I don't think we've ever gotten through like a game. Like that whole right. family game like, night is bullshit. Individually? It's called family fight night. <laughs> it's No, it's family go fuck yourself and everybody go to your own room night. Yeah, right, right. And um, this is why we have a babysitter. <laughs> individually, I can play for mm-hmm. an hour, two hours, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So th- I have this actually. All right, slow your roll. What? You don't play for an hour or two hours with them. Um... I think I kind of do, and I'm going to explain why. Okay. So this is why I think I'm a good dad. Mm. Yeah. So th- you are a good dad. Can <laughs> I just say you really are? Thank You're you. a very good dad. I don't want there to be any. Okay, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, you're a great, the same way I'm a good mom, but we have our shit, you yeah. know, it's hard. And it's very, I think, like I said, we're also like self-deprecating people. So to like sit here and be like, oh, we do this so well and this so well, like that's not comfortable. That's out of our comfort zone. This is way out of our way out zone. of our comfort zone yeah. to like give ourselves and each other compliments. <laughs> right. That's like no way. And give ourselves credit for being good parents. Right. But, but if I wait. talk to you to somebody else. Like if I'm out with my girlfriends and I like you that night, yeah, I will say really good things about you being a dad. I would love to hear them. Or was, it, was that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. But you know, it depends how what kind of right are we getting along or not. We have three kids who could not be more different from each other, like right. their interests and everything. And I think that we are really good at fostering each of their individual interests. Like we right. don't, we're you know what I mean. We're not at all like trying to manipulate them into like. I mean, I try to manipulate them into like. No, you don't want to do that activity because I don't want to drive you. Right. But um, but other than that, I think, you know, we're, we're, well, totally. we're good at that. Yeah, I'll never say to Jonah, like, like, let's not watch this space video. Let's go throw a football. I know he's not interested in that. Yeah, right. And just because, like, I have fun playing sports with and my because kids. because you can watch a space video on the couch. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So, to, to wrap that all up, I'm a good dad. So, we started talking before about how are you a good parent? How is Danielle a good mom? Do you mm -hmm. think you're a good mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, Come on, search your soul. Do you right. really like look deep down inside? Yes, I think I am a very good mom. I think you, that like, didn't take very long for you to think about. By I, the way. Well, I don't need to do much soul searching. <laughs> I mean, yes, I do. I am I a typical mom? No, not in the least. I'm not. No, but we've covered that. We've covered that. Yeah. I'm not a typical mom. We're not typical parents. Um, Sure. I think I'm a, I think I'm a good mom in a lot of ways. I think, um, that, that my kids, I think the, the biggest thing is that my kids know that I will absolutely a hundred percent accept them no matter what. I, I mean, I, I like for real, there's nothing that they'll be able to, you know, that they could, I'll be pissed if they like, you know, bring somebody home one day who treats them like shit or who is an asshole or who, you know, yeah, but I don't isn't going to support well who the fuck knows right. but I just you know that to me would be like a stab in the heart but anything short of that who they bring home you know religion ethnicity uh, you know gender what whatever it is I will a hundred I, I can a hundred percent say I will have like no issues whatsoever so I think that's probably the biggest thing is that when when it comes down to it, do I scream a lot? Yes. Am I unorganized? <laughs> I'm glad you're doing it even to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. I can't. Am I unorganized? Yeah, because I can. I, this is what I do to myself. But I, I, you know, I can think of a thousand ways in which I'm bad. But the important shit is there. You know what I mean? And I have to remember that when I'm when I'm so hard on myself. But um, is there a term for this? Like you can't be positive without bringing up the negative. What is that? Uh, like you can't just say something positive. Fuck. And leave it at that. <laughs> what <laughs> like is just that? Fucked in the head. Man. Yeah. Even to yourself, which thank God, at least right. you do it to yourself. Right. <laughs> uh, but I think also, in the other sense, I'm going to start with like, yes, I don't keep a very clean home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't keep a very clean home. I have like, that in my it's notes not too. organized. Of course you do. Yeah. But that's not a positive. Well, I know. Oh, so you did it too. <laughs> so, um, but 
I think our house is comfortable as hell. And I think that people come here and feel at home. I don't think like sometimes you can go like I remember being younger and going to sleepovers at people's houses and like just not feeling comfortable at their house. You know, like they Mm -hmm. just it wasn't like a comfortable vibe or the mom was like super anal or, you know, just like a very you you felt like an outsider. Like you didn't feel like they were bringing you in as, you know, part of the family for while you're like staying there like in that episode of friends which was on this morning i actually saw it this morning where phoebe and rachel's apartment catches fire so they have to both either move into joey's or monica's so rachel moves into joey's and she drops spaghetti on the floor and she's like oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry i didn't mean to and he's like well I'm, you're a joey's and he right. drops his spaghetti on the floor right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> then he picks it up and eats it. And he's like, stop right. wasting the food. Just right. don't, you know. And I guess Monica's experience would be exactly. Right. Yeah, that's a very good example. <laughs> yeah, that. but I, that's exactly how it is. Like if someone were to come to our house and like break something, We'd be like, no problem. We'll glue it back together. Or, you we know, we'll throw it in the garbage. Nothing to be glued that's back true. together. <laughs> nothing to break. But um, no, you know what I'm saying. I think people come here, kids, adults, everybody comes here, I think, and it just feels like it's home. It all, yeah, just you know? go with it. And, and I think that has a lot fun. to do with um, the fact that, you know, we, we're we laid back. We're not, you know, we, we try to keep our house somewhat nice, um, but we have dogs and kids and, you know, so... Well, even our nicest room in the house, this room, the bar room, right. we still have the chair that Augie ate half right. of. Right, <laughs> so, right. It's like, what's the fuck's the point? It's just going to happen again. So, um, yeah. So that's, to me, those things are like, you know, and and I uh, think that I push our kids to be, um, you know, more. Like, I think I'm always constantly pushing them and taking them out of their comfort zone and mm-hmm. trying them to, trying to get them to try new things and experiment with new things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that I, I make sure that they are always like growing and, you know, <laughs> growing. Well, like I don't mean taller? like a fucking plant. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, in, like mentally, intellectually, right. emotionally. Yes. <laughs> yes. I thought you're making sure they keep growing taller. No, I mean that's gonna that's that's another thing. We're not gonna have tall kids. No. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. So that's it for you as a good mom. I mean, those are the main. I could go on. <laughs> no, those are those are my main things that I think that um, I'm proud of. Oh, I just have a few oh. parenting accounts that I think that if people aren't following, that are really fun that I like that kind of inspire me. First is Chrissy Teigen. She's John Legend's wife. She's awesome, funny, very self-deprecating. Like, love her. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. Do you follow him? Oh, no, you're on Instagram. Right, 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 right. Um, He's just so funny. He makes fun of himself. He, you know, like, says things that borderline like us, like borderline on probably, like, I'm sure people get pissed at him for saying what he says about, you know, his kids are fucking annoying and this and that. Um. Glennon Doyle, Craig Melton, and Abby Wambach. So Glennon Doyle, I've spoken about a thousand times. Mm-hmm. She wrote Love Warrior. I love her. She was married to Craig Melton, who um, they got married very young. Um, it's, I mean, I, it's a whole involved thing. But they wound up getting divorced. Okay. After they get divorced, Glennon Doyle winds up being with Abby Wambach, a woman, female, like Olympic soccer player. Um, and they get 
married and Craig Melton though is still you know like they're kind of like the three of them like co-parenting so you know they're always posting you always see them post on social media about how they're working together to raise the kids and they get along so well and they just they've gone through so much shit but they have come to a place where they like really love each other and you know it's like it really is like one big family like you know like they do really well together so I think that's inspiring because Mm -hmm. I often think like if we got divorced I think it would be a shit show, like trying to run things. You and me. What do you mean? I just think that we would, it would be hard for us to like pull off pretending to like each other if we hate, like if we were divorced. Why would we have to pretend we like each other? For the kids. But they know what divorce is. It's not like. No, I know, but. We're live together and pretend that we No, not live together, but they, people get along and do a good job of it. I mean, I do know divorced people who get along really well and who do a really good job. And then obviously there are people who don't and can't. And I get that because when you've been hurt, you know, I'm sure there's people who are like mutually agree. Like, look, this isn't working. Like we're friends. Right. So let's just separate and be friends. And, you know, so that makes sense. Yeah. But. That's but I'm us. saying I think it's I, – I, I don't know that I would be that big of a person. I think it's hard. Well, I don't think we could be right. because that's not why we would divorce. Right. Right. Um, um, and then uh, Jenny Mullen, who's uh, Jason Big from uh, – I have to, like, bring everybody to a level that you can understand. Sure. Like, so Jenny Mullen is uh, married to Jason Biggs, who was American Pie. Her. Okay. So she's fucking hysterical. And I've read her books, and I think she's great. And she's just so freaking funny. And wrong, and like so wrong, it's right. She's okay. Great. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Um, we have. I have a lot more. Uh, should we stop mm-hmm. and save it for like another part two or save something? Save it for parenting strengths, uh, part two, uh, all about Danielle. <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep thinking about ways that I'm a good dad more and more. <laughs> okay. Um, Are you done yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because. You actually asked me so many more questions, and I have a lot more answers to them. Right, so, so let's we'll just save a, it because we'll we're getting do a part long. Part two. Yeah, we're getting long. Okay. Um, <laughs> we said it was going to be five minutes, but I think five minutes of it is going to be us talking positive, and the rest is us just like talking negatively about right. ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so like this might be the shortest episode ever, but because we couldn't just say like positive, that might that should maybe be like my sister is coming on the podcast next what? week. Yeah, I don't think you knew about this. I did not she's know about this. She's coming on Friday. She's going to do a podcast with us. She's a life coach. Wait, next and she's Friday? she's going to do a, uh, this coming Friday. Yeah, she's going to come on to, to... Huh? That's bad for me. Well, you figure it out. Is that New Year's? No, what? What it's day is it? The, the 20th, 21st, 22nd. Oh, this Friday? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that what you said? Yes, like four times. Oh, this Friday I could do. Next Friday, uh, I can't. Okay, I'm so glad everybody has to hear this. Um, so, <laughs> you want me to explain why I can't? Right, exactly. Um, so anyway, so should, we're going to talk about goals for 2019. Maybe one of our goals should be that we want to be able to like say something positive without a negative attached to oh, it. Oh, I can do that. I have you no can? problem with that. Yeah? It's I you. I don't think you did such a good job Well, I did either. it on purpose because oh. it's only fair. Oh, okay. Damn. Um <laughs> We're talking about goals for 2019 with your sister. So three of us doing this. Mm-hmm. Do I have to be here? Why not? Why wouldn't you want to be here? <laughs> because she's like, she's a life coach and she's like smart and shit. Yes, And I don't straight. want two women putting me in my place, especially being sisters. Well, you're with us all the time. So. <laughs> but I love her. So right. I'm right. comfortable. It's okay. Right. Yeah. I'm excited for her to come on. I think me too. She, and she is as much as, you know, I don't like to admit it because she is my big sister, but she really, let me tell you. 
She like has her shit together. Yeah. I don't know how we're siblings, but she like legitimately yeah, is no like sense. the most down to earth, level headed, um, like completely sane individual. She could be in a yoga pose, but you love her. Like it's not annoying. What? She could be in a yoga pose twenty four right. hours a day. Right. Yeah. yeah she's um. She's yeah. like level headed. I, I don't just know and... how it happened. I think maybe my dad's sperm went bad by the time <laughs> I think I was born. Like I was seven and a half years, seven years later. I think it was just spoiled. The sperm was spoiled, and then <laughs> well, like think, her, she got my brother got the freshest sperm oh, because God. he's like a fucking genius. Yeah. And then my sister got like you know it was it was good, not expired if yet. If you guys were the same age, I got like the fucking E. coli. Sperm. If you guys were the same age, it would have been like the movie Twins, where she's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and you're right. Danny DeVito. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yes it's so true but she loves me anyway man. all right all right so let's close this out so and rate and review please keep you but we do need people to rate and review yes so uh, you important. can send us all holiday gifts at marriage and martinis <laughs> care of don't um, no, send us you, gifts don't send us gifts sign up share our podcast with your friends and email us marriage and martinis at gmail.com instagram at marriage and martinis everything at marriage and martinis right mm-hmm um all right, that's it. Mm-hmm. We out? We're out. That was lit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Bye, guys. <laughs>